My name is Ty French, and these are my rants. Welcome to Ty Rants. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Ty Rants. My name is Ty French, and these are my rants. And guess what? It's Wednesday. <laughs> it's hump day. Happy Thanksgiving. You're all so stunning. Wish I could give you a rang. <laughs> I don't know. 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 Anyways, happy hump day, everyone. Happy Wednesday. We made it to another week, and this week is a special week because we got yams, lambs, potatoes, tomatoes, <laughs> gravy, turkey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's Thanksgiving. It is a Thanksgiving holiday soiree up in this gay. I don't know. I don't know why I'm... The, this isn't a musical, okay? I gotta calm it down. I gotta calm it down. I gotta calm it down. Calm it down. Calm it down. Calm it down. What is that from? I swear that's a meme or like a video from back in the day. Wow, I'm being so annoying at the start of this episode. If you guys haven't left yet, <laughs> how are you? How is everyone? I hope everyone is having an amazing week. I hope everyone had an amazing weekend. Um, I hope everyone has an amazing um, Thanksgiving holiday weekend ahead of them. And, you know, it's not only Thanksgiving this weekend. It is also Native American Heritage Day because we got to, you know, indigenous people respect um, I don't really know the historical facts of Thanksgiving, but I know it ain't all kosher. I know it ain't that right. So, you know, shout out to indigenous people and Native American Heritage Day on Friday. I'm celebrating Thanksgiving not for, you know, colonialism. I'm celebrating Thanksgiving to get stuff like a turkey. I'm celebrating Thanksgiving to get some mashed potatoes and bread. I want some pumpkin cookies, pumpkin bread, yams, hams. Turkeys, stuffing, carrots. I want just good ass food. I want to put up the Christmas tree. This this weekend is more about the vibes. This weekend is more about getting together with family, togetherness, thankfulness, gratefulness. I don't care what the historical significance of this holiday is. However, that doesn't mean that it does not have historical significance so you know i apologize on behalf of my ancestors i'm so sorry but respect to the native americans okay um anyway <laughs> i don't know what i'm talking about but i did want to just say before we get into the episode that tyrants i have a piece of homework for you you utilize today, utilize this weekend to reach out to 
some of your friends that you know are maybe having a tough time during their holidays. Maybe if they had a parent pass away or if they aren't able to afford to go home or if they're not super close with their family or friends or, you know, if you have a coworker who wasn't able to get time off. I don't know. Just be mindful that the holidays look different for everyone and they are not always this happy, joyous, come togetherness time. And I don't know, it's easy to get wrapped up in your own plans and your own things and it is really easy for people to feel super lonely. Not that that is anyone, that it's not your job to, you know, pick other people up. But just, you know, do a good deed this weekend and reach out to a friend that is, you know, is maybe struggling this weekend and let them know that you're thankful for them and that you're thinking of them. Maybe invite them to something that you're doing this weekend if your family's hosting something or, you know, if you're going to a movie or you're going out on Friday or whatever, whatever it is. As someone who has spent holidays alone in years past, it does make a difference. And um, yeah, anyways, I just wanted to say that because I know that the holidays, they're personal. They look different for everyone. Okay, well, apparently today's episode is musical. Well, Alibaba had the <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm feeling loopy. I'm feeling loopy. I'm feeling tired. Um, this week's a weird week because we got the holidays on top of daylight savings time. Holy shit. I mean, there's just the people's you're changing my schedule up too much. I got, I'm trying to get on a routine. Daylight savings time is fucking up my routine. All the holidays are about to fuck up my routine. And when am I going to go to the gym? Let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Me. I'm the elephant in the room. Because ho, 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 Merry Christmas, Santa Claus is coming to town. I've been eating pizza a little too much. I've been having takis for breakfast a little too much. I've been having Snickers for dessert a little too much. And let's just say, I don't know if I can fit down a chimney this Christmas. I don't know if I can fit down a chimney this Christmas. I'm, I'm, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. So um, I need to be put to work in Santa's workshop um, so that I can guide his sleigh. <laughs> No, but really, I am like so anxious about getting into a routine, but this happens to me every year. Maybe this happens to you guys as well, that like right before the holidays is when I'm ready to get into my like New Year's resolutions goals and start working out so that by the time Coachella comes, I, you know, I've got months, I've got five months behind me, but with the holidays and stuff, it's just impossible. Like, what? I'm going to start working out the week of Thanksgiving? Oh, uh, okay. Loser. And then it's, you know, uh, what's after that? Christmas? I know, I realize there's a month between that. But you know what? It, there's a lot of things. There's Christmas parties. There's, you know, traveling dates. I don't know. I'll, that was just a little tangent I needed to go on. But I'll keep you guys updated if I get my fat little belly into the gym and working out because guys, I want to be hot at Coachella. And this next year, 2024, I'm finding myself a man. The rat king is getting a rat queen. Okay. So get ready and buckle up. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm feeling loopy. I'm also, I have a little bit of cough. So if you can hear it in my voice or if I sound a little subdued or raspy, or if I kind of like hiccup, it's because I'm trying not to cough. Um, I think I'm sleeping with my air conditioning on a little too cold. But it doesn't matter if it's cold outside. I'm still going to sleep with the air conditioning on because it's just part of my routine. I need the noise. I need the air circulation. 
And, you know, I do wake up with a throat that literally sounds like it's been abused by a cheese grater. But I I don't know. It's just it's just part of life being Thai French and, you know, sleeping with the air conditioning on. That's just that's my battle. Everyone has battles in life and that's my battle. OK, <laughs> Ew, I'm being so annoying. <laughs> Anyways, I had a Friendsgiving on Saturday um, with Tezza and Cole and the crew. Um, Tezza hosted it at her house and just, God damn it, that bitch. If any of you guys follow her, which you all do, she is just the homemaker of the year. She's just out here to make me look bad. Her house looks so freaking stunning. The tablescape was stunning. The food was from Goop Kitchen, which was Yang. It was gorgeous. Everything was literally impeccable. And Coco was being so freaking cute. There was, it, it wasn't Friendsgiving. It was Babies R Us that I walked into. There was kid over here, kid over there, kid in an arm, kid on a chair, kid jumping under the pool. There were kids everywhere in that house. It was insane. Like it, that was the first time that I feel like all of our friends that have kids had gone together all at once. And me and my friend Claire just sat on the couch and we're like, oh my God, we're the only ones that don't have children. And this is it. This is it. Like, this is our life now. We are now the drunk aunt and uncle on the couch um, with no children, just, you know, there. And because their parents feel bad for us. <laughs> but no, it really was so fun. Um, I went out the night before, so I was a little hungover, as the Rat King does. But, um, yeah, all around, just a very wholesome evening, wholesome, good family fun. Um, if you guys haven't done a Friendsgiving this year, I highly suggest you do it. Even if it's just with one or two friends, it can be so much fun. And, you know, play some board games, drink some wine, have some fun, order in some food, get a chicken leg, some mashed potatoes. Um, yeah, it was so fun. Shout out to Tezza and Cole for hosting. You guys are literally the best. Um, it's Coco's birthday this weekend. Shout out to Coco. Not sure what we're doing, but I'm sure we're going to do something fun. Um, I'll update you guys on that next week. But I I got to let you guys in on a little surprise. Or maybe it's not a surprise because it happens at the last Friday of every month. But totally random with Josefina, Miss Jocelyn, Miss Jose Figueroa is coming on Friday. Oh, no. What, what's that? What's that, Ty? No, take the holiday week off. Oh, you deserve a break. Take Friday off. Oh, no, 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 no. The Rat King doesn't deserve a day off. The Rat King is bringing an episode for my tyrants this Friday. Yes. Yes, I know. Calm down the clapping. Calm down the screaming. I know you're excited because this is not just any totally random episode coming to you live Friday. Also on YouTube. It is going to be a drunk turkey holiday soiree. It's going to be a drunk turkey Black Friday spectacular like you've ever seen it. Jose and I are still going to drop an episode on Friday. And we are going to be doing a drinking game for the first time on the podcast. Yes, we've drank on the podcast before, but nothing like this before. This is like nothing you've ever seen before. It is going to be so much fun. It's going to be so funny. And you guys have seen me a little drunk on the podcast. You know, a glass of wine or two, but 
nothing like this. I'm scared for what you guys think. I just have to preface, this episode is definitely going to be explicit. And there's, you know, a lot of F-words. There's going to be probably a lot of, you know, maybe inappropriate jokes. I don't know. When Drunk Ty comes out, me and Jose's bickerness goes just through the roof. And it is... It, it's going to be so much fun. I But yeah, if you normally listen with children around, I would say this episode, maybe put on some headphones. Maybe put on some headphones. But yes, um, that, that's maybe some good news. If you aren't going home for the holidays this year and you are going to be a little lonely this weekend and you want to feel like you're just hanging out with two gay drunk turkeys, tune on in to Dollar Random on Friday. And yeah, come celebrate. It has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. It has nothing to do with Black Friday at all. So um, don't worry. It's not like themed. So if you don't get around to listening to it on Friday, because I know this week is hectic for a lot of people, listen to it next week. Listen to it the week after that. Who cares? It's not themed. It's not Thanksgiving based. Um, We just wanted to get together and have a fun um, holiday episode because I feel like this weekend, you know, people are going to be boozing. People are going to be hanging with the fam. People are going to be playing board games. So we wanted to get in on the fun and we wanted you guys to, you know, if you guys didn't have that with your fam, I wanted you guys to have a little bit of that. So stay tuned for Friday for that episode. It's going to be so much fun. Um, in other news, I went to the Mumford & Sons concert on Monday. You heard that right. Mumford & Sons. Did that just take you back? Did that just give you a little bit of nostalgic tickle in your stomach? I will wait, I will wait for you. Bring out the banjo because I'm a country boy now. I'm a folk boy. Um, (laughs) It was so much fun. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you would have already seen this. I went to the Mumford & Sons concert on Monday with Wells Fargo. And um, I got to bring my friend Nick, Jose, and his girlfriend were there. Um, Tezza and Cole came. So many of our other influencer friends were there. It was just like a big, huge, fun group. And it was such an amazing concert. I didn't realize how many Mumford and Songs... Mun- <laughs> That's a tongue twister. Mumford and Sons songs I knew. Like, Mumford and Sons really was my high school experience. Like, that really just took me back to getting my driver's license, going to Urban Outfitters, picking out a tribal... Um, sweatshirt, which I don't know if that's now problematic, but no, like an Aztec print sweater. Yeah, that's fine. Like a, you know, Sedona, Arizona vibes. Um, but yeah, and just like blasting, you know, first aid kit, Mumford and Sons. Um, who else? Uh, there was another band that was like them. Um, uh, what's the, what's the one with, um, 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 um. Oh my God, Civil Wars. Uh, Anyways, that was in my like super indie hipster era and it really just took me back and it was so much fun. Um, Honestly, like picturing who I was in high school, like super urban outfitters trying to be hipster, wanting to move to the Pacific Northwest, be a wedding photographer. And the contrast to now, bleach blonde, West Hollywood gay with the sequin pants and fake Rick Owens boots attending Beyonce, death drop and pow, 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 yada, yada, yada. I think he'd still be proud of me. I think he would still be proud and I think he would approve of my outfits. I was never going to be that indie chill guy. Let's be honest. It just wasn't going to happen. I wanted it, but that just wasn't the lifestyle for me. 
I had bigger plans. I had bigger dreams, bigger sequins. I want to shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Anyways, um, yeah, it was fun. If you guys haven't listened to Mumford and Sons in a while, I 10 out of 10 recommend. It was a ball of time. We got to actually do a meet and greet. And that was the first time I think ever that I had done like an actual meet and greet for an artist. Um, I, I went with Wells Fargo, so it was like a brand partnership. So they set it up. It's not like I like paid for it. Um, not saying that that's bad if you do, but if I were to pay for a meet and greet, it probably wouldn't have been for Mumford and Sons. (laughs) It probably would have been for like Katy Perry. I don't know. But, um, I was kind of shocked because, and I don't know if this is how every meet and greet is, but like, it literally was like a step and repeat. Like we walked in, took the photo, left. And I was like, okay, great that I got the photo, but like, I might as well have just Photoshopped myself into that because I didn't even really get to say even hello. It was literally like, hello, goodbye. Can't wait to see the show. Like, it wasn't like a meet and greet. It was more like a see and take a photo, you know? So I don't know if that's how meet and greets normally are, but if it is, I'm definitely going to be saving my coin next time it's offered to me because... Well, I mean, I guess if it was an artist that you really, really love, even if you didn't get to talk to them very much, then it would still be worth it because you would have literally got to touch them and like get a photo with them, which is better than nothing. I guess it just depends on the price. Like, I'm not going to pay $1,000 for a freaking photo with Katy Perry if I didn't even get to talk to her. Well, maybe I would have. <laughs> I probably would have. I definitely would have. <laughs> Given the opportunity, I would definitely have done that. I actually have seen Katy Perry um, at Soul Cycle before. Like, I literally walked right past her, but it's just different. I think I've told this story on the podcast probably before, but it's just different seeing celebrities like out in public. Like, I see celebrities out in public all the time or like at a party or whatever. It's just different than when you're seeing them in their element. Like, seeing Katy Perry outside of Soul Cycle, like, just gotten out of class, like, sweaty, versus seeing her dressed up in a gig you know, doing a meet and greet, like I would feel like I'd be seeing Katy Perry. When I saw her outside of Soul Cycle, I was like, that is Katherine Hudson. That is not Katy Perry. Is Katherine Hudson her real name? I thought that was it, but maybe I'm getting that wrong. I think it is. Anyways, anyways, let's move on to the song of the day. The song of the day. You might think it was going to be Mumford and Sons, but hold up. Wait a minute. No, it's not. It is Gotta Get Through This by Daniel Bedingfield. And let me just play you a little sneak peek of this. Get into this. Get Oh my gosh, if that didn't just literally give you the biggest wave of happiness and nostalgia and good ass vibes, I don't know what will, you stingy ass. If that didn't just literally bring you so much joy this Wednesday morning, this hump day, then I don't know what will. Then nothing else in this podcast episode will bring you joy because that came across my TikTok page the other day because, and I didn't know this, this is also why I made it part of the song of the day. Like I've heard that song before for sure. Um, I think I was literally six years old when it came out. I'm actually not exaggerating, but they would always play it at Classic Skating Center um, 
where I would go roller skating growing up with my siblings. And that, I mean, everyone knows that song. Everyone knows that song. That's up there with like, I'm blue and I'll do it or die. Da -ba -dee, da -ba. Like, that's just like kind of that era of songs. And like, just like a song that like plays everywhere. Play to every kid's birthday party, play to every skating rink, play to every arcade fun center. And I never knew Daniel Bedingfield. Where does that last name sound familiar? Natasha Bedingfield. The rest is still unwritten. Feel the words on my skin. No one else can see. And then, um, I got a pocket, got a pocket full of sunshine. I got a little bit of know that it's on my dough. Whoa. Take me away. Um, yeah, they're brother and sister. So the reason this came in even into my mind is because she came up on my TikTok the other day on my For You page and she was singing that song on TikTok and she was like, guess you didn't know that this was my brother singing. And it just blew my mind that they were siblings. I mean, wow, just talk about talent. And for both of your siblings to be artists and both be successful, like that's crazy. And then the comments were saying like they were the original Billy and Phineas, like Billy Eilish and Phineas, her brother. So I don't know. I just thought I'd bring that little pop culture history back to my little tyrants and bring back that just nostalgic joy of a song. I in my really like nostalgic song era, that songs that like would consider like a few years ago I would have thought like were like cheesy and like chuggy that I would have been like never ever put this on my wedding playlist. That's so cringy. Now I'm like, you know what? Let's just go back to the originals. That's a bop. That that is a certified bop. The uh, the other one that um <laughs> came up that like like I said a few years ago I would have thought absolutely not. I never wanted to hear this song ever in my life. Now if this song came on at a bar, I would literally lose my shit. This this song I like it by Enrique Iglesias. Wait, I gotta get to it. Oh. Like, I'm so sorry. If that came on and I was at a wedding, if that came on and I was at a bar, if that came on as I was just randomly driving the car with my windows down, a PCH, I would lose my shit. I would crash the car. I would go over the side of the freeway. That's how much joy this song brings me now. These nostalgic songs are just slapping these days. And... It's my duty to bring it up to you guys. It's my duty to make you aware of the throwback songs that you need to be adding on to your playlist rotations. Anyways, <laughs> today we are going to be ranting about, since there's just such an influx in society and in the universe right now of gratitude and thankfulness, we got we to gotta bounce it out. You know, there's got to be a feng shui. There's got to be a yin and a yang in the universe of, you know, gratitude and <laughs> hatefulness. I don't know the other word. Um, and this weekend, this week, there's just a lot of gratitude in the air, a lot of thankfulness, which we love, which we love. But I am here. I'm here to sacrifice and I'm here to put out some negative energy into the world to, you know, balance out. The, the gratitude that's just in an overflow right now. I feel like, you know, I'm sure you're receiving texts. I'm sure you're receiving calls. Your aunt posted on your Facebook wall. Your mom sent you a, you know, <laughs> a Thanksgiving card. 
you're going to see all your relatives that are just, oh, we're so thankful. You're going to have to go around a family dinner table and say three things that you're thankful for this year. There's just an outpour of thankfulness and I love it. I love it. I do. But you guys know me. I am a pessimist and I'm a bitter bitch who loves to complain down into my core. And so I am here to do my civic duty and balance out the energy in the universe. And I'm here to complain and I'm here to say what I am not thankful for. I'm not thankful for because I'm thankful for a lot of shit, but I'm not thankful for a lot of shit. And even better than me saying what I'm not thankful for, I asked you guys on my Instagram story last week what you guys were not thankful for. So I'm going to be reading your guys' submissions and we're all just going to be pessimistic little bitches together here on this podcast today. However, like I just said, there has to be a balance in the world. And so there's got to be a balance of this episode. So I am going to share quickly what I am thankful for this year because I don't want y'all to think that I'm real bitter and that I'm that annoying and that I'm that much of a pessimist because I am very grateful and I'm very thankful. Um, Obviously, you know, we got to do the rundown, the basics. I'm so thankful for my health. I'm so thankful for my friends and my family. I'm so so eternally grateful for all of you tyrants and this podcast. I'm so specifically grateful, especially because, and I've been so excited to tell you guys this, but you guys know how hard I've been working on this podcast. And I wanted to tell you guys before I just threw it on you guys next month, but I finally got my first podcast sponsorship and I literally like have a tear in my eye even just saying that because I just uh, I feel so grateful and so thankful for all of you guys for sharing the podcast and for listening and engaging and just being the most supportive community that I've ever been a part of and I hope you guys know that I know ads can be you know It seems like a lot. The world is constantly trying to sell you something with TV and influencers and podcasts and radio and whatever. But I really hope that through doing podcast ads, A, I'll be able to do more things for the podcast and expand and do live events and merch and all these amazing things for you guys. And also that I'll hopefully be able to give you guys like discount codes and sales for cool companies that I like and that I've tried and I've tested and I can make you guys aware of them. So I don't know. That's like something that I'm specifically very grateful for this week because I just got the news this week that, yeah, we finally have our first podcast sponsor and that'll be coming very soon. So when you guys hear that, um, just know that I'm so, so, so appreciative of it and you guys listening and you guys sharing and just everything. I am so thankful this year that I finally live in Venice and I'm by the beach and I'm able to walk to the beach every morning and see the ocean. The ocean is seriously so healing and therapeutic for me and being able to be closer by my West Side friends and see Coco a lot and Tezza and just be able to go on walks and everything is such a blessing in my day-to-day life. I'm so, so thankful I am so thankful that um, my <clears throat> hacking situation got all figured out and it was fine and I'm safe and sound um, and they didn't get all my money. I'm thankful that I got to teach all my tyrants to change their passwords. 
Um, I'm so thankful for just the opportunity to be able to travel and see the world and be able to do that with some of my best friends and to be able to be a creative and a creator for work. It is not easy. It is, as you guys know, I have the hardest laugh out of anyone. Being an influencer is just so hard. No, 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 no. Real talk. It is, I'm not saying it's not easy in terms of like, it's so hard. It's not easy being a creator in terms of like, this wasn't the easy road out of like, you know, getting rich quick and having an easy job. Not that it's not easy. It's such an inconsistent income and there are years where you're slaying and then there are years where you're not. And you know, there are months where you're getting 20 deals and then you'll go six months without a paycheck. And so it really can be tough that way sometimes to be just not even a like an influencer, just to be a, in, a, in the creative industry, to be an actor, to be a model, to be a fashion designer, to be an entrepreneur, to be anything like that. And I truly just feel so blessed that I have been able to be a creative person and be able to follow my dreams since I was 15 years old. I've had a camera in my hand and I have been hustling, traveling the world. And it's been so amazing. And I just, I really do. I feel so blessed and I'm so thankful. Anyways, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for the support, but enough fucking gratitude today. Okay. I've had enough of that mopey ass shit. We are here to talk about what we're not thankful for because there's enough gratitude out here in the street. So let's start reading what you guys sent in that you are not thankful for. And I bet you, I bet your bottom dollar that everything that you guys are not thankful for, I am also not thankful for. So the first tyrant said they are not thankful for not being born into generational wealth. (laughs) Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? Huh? Oh, I can't afford to go home for the holidays. Oh, grandpa's just going to buy a plane ticket. Don't worry, sweetie. Don't worry. We'll pull it out of your trust fund. Oh, you you didn't get a scholarship for college. Don't worry. We're going to pay for a full ride. Full ride. Oh, your your first car when you're 16? Brand new BMW? You have a Louis Vuitton backpack, mama? Oh, you got a... You got a you got a new iPhone and a laptop for Christmas? Mm, must be nice, bitch. Must be nice, bitch. Oh, your parents passed you down their house? Oh, it's spring break and you're going on spring vacation to your beach home in Florida? Yeah, must be nice. Cuz I'm going I'm going camping in an RV with my seven siblings. Sand dunes, which I'm not saying is bad because I had a ball of a time, and that also is a luxury in and of itself. RVs are fucking expensive as hell now that I am a grown adult and I know that. But, um, yeah, generational wealth that would be nice. That would be nice. My mom worked at Walmart once again, nothing bad. She's queen, and they did what they had to do, but. You know, sleeping in a bunk bed with your smelly little brother until you're a senior in high school was not my ideal scenario. And I do have friends who are just rich, rich, rich. And it gets a little hard. It gets a little hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I'm not thankful for that as well. And I would like 
to be married into generational wealth. So if any of you guys know a hot older homosexual looking for a sugar baby, I'm available. Okay, the next tyrant said they are not thankful for family, <laughs> especially near the holidays. Now, while I agree, I agree with this one and I don't agree with this one because it is great to have family during the holidays and that's something to be thankful for. However, the grand scheme of the idea of going home for the holidays is all cute and nice until you got Uncle Joe spitting out some racist, homophobic, transphobic shit. Talking about pro-guns, anti-abortion, all this, you know, crazy rhetoric at the, at the dinner table. You're just trying to see grandma and play a board game over a turkey leg. And Uncle Joe is about to start a full-on fist fight with you and your brother. That's how my family holidays end up. And that's why I don't go home for the holidays anymore. Because I go home for the holidays and I learn that someone's under arrest. Someone is pregnant by another baby daddy. Somebody is getting divorced. And, you know, I just can't have it. There's too much drama. Me and my siblings are getting in fights over playing Settlers of Catan. And then we don't speak for three years. <laughs> so that's what happens when I go home for the holidays. So while, you know, you can be thankful for your family over the holidays, I understand not being thankful for your family around the holidays as well. So I feel you, tyrant. The next tyrant says they are not thankful for <laughs> a women's right to work. F my nine to five. And there were actually a few tyrants that wrote in that they are not very thankful for the fact that um, a few generations ago, women finally got the right to work and enter the workplace. And they wish that, you know, maybe the ancestors had rethought that one because being a stay-at-home wife sounds nice to some of y'all. And I would just like to say, I agree. And I also would like to be a woman then because I would also like to be a woman back in 1920 unable to work now i realize that's kind of a class issue that's not really it's not like all women didn't have the right to work um just you know you couldn't work in you can be a lawyer you couldn't be a whatever because trust me lower middle class women they were working they were you know housemaids they were um i don't know i'm watching gilded age right now so i'm in that era of um you know, women working. So it's not like all women didn't work. It's just like if you if you were born into money, then of course you didn't work. So once again, that goes back to generational wealth, not even being able to enter the workplace because I hate to break it to you, mama. Back then, unless your dad was the Rockefeller, you were working. You were working. You were just working for the generational wealth bitches in their house, doing their laundry, tailoring their clothes, getting them ready. Driving their carriages. F that shit. Hate, 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 hate. Um, the next tyrant says they are not thankful for the insane pressure to overspend slash consume this time of year. Oh, mama. I feel ya. I feel ya. I feel ya. Guess what? Guess what gift you're getting from me this year? Not diddly squat. Not diddly shit. You're not getting a fucking thing. You're not getting another thing. Nothing from me. No, I'm not giving out gifts this year. Uh, 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 uh. There was one year back in the day, back in my heyday when I was making so much money from like presets and stuff that um, I got Billy and I matching Louis Vuitton 
necklaces <laughs> for Christmas. They were like $700 a piece. And I had to buy hers and I had to buy mine. And then I got all my other friends, like Gucci bracelets. I got Tezza Dolce & Gabbana earrings that are like hearts that I don't even actually know if I've ever seen her wear those. Tezza, where are those heart Dolce & Gabbana earrings? I'd like to know. <laughs> they would actually look really cute for a Christmas post. I need to text her. Um, me forcing her to post with my Christmas that I got her five years ago. Um, yeah, so, you know, there, were, there was once upon a time in which I was, you know, heavy on the gift giving. And now looking back in, you know, not having that money, I'm like, what was it all for? I'm not handing out shit. But the pressure to overspend this time of year, I feel you. Black Friday is coming up. All the deals. Everyone's asking, you know, on podcasts what they're going to get for Black Friday deals. I ain't getting shit. I don't need anything. And I can't afford anything. And I'm not getting anything. Also, let's Black Friday. Let's talk about Black Friday for a second. Because guess what? Black Friday used to be, you know, doorbuster. People were dying. People were camping for days in Walmart. People were stompeding over people. Now, 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 now. I don't think that's right. And I don't think we should go back to that. But I do miss a little bit of the hysteria. I do remember, you know, eating Thanksgiving dinner at my grandparents' house and immediately, you know, wiping your face with a napkin and getting in the car with a camping chair, parking out in the parking lot at Target, trying to get a flat screen TV and an Xbox and a PSP. Where, where are those days? Where is that traditional family fun? Where, where, where is tradition? What happened? You know what happened? I think literally too many people literally died. People went crazy. And nowadays, like, I think like with like gun control and all of that, I think it would get scary very quickly. So I am actually, you know, in serious note, glad that it's not so crazy and that Black Friday sales do last for like a while and you can get most of it online. You don't have to camp out, but they're just not hitting the same that they used to. A Black Friday deal back in the day was like, you can get a $2,000 TV for 50 bucks if you're the per first person in the store. So people were sprinting. Now it's like, you can get 20% off from now until December 21st with code ho ho ho. 20% off? What the fuck is 20% off? Because by the time I add my shipping and everything back into it and taxes, I'm still paying the same amount. What are these Black Friday sales? They're not shit. Don't even hit me with the sale if it's not at least 50% off. That Because guess what? 30% off, 40% off, 25% off. That's just you getting rid of your extra inventory. That's just a normal sale. No, I want 50% off plus if you even dare to hit me with the Black Friday ad. Okay? So remember that and take note companies and advertisers. Um, the next tyrant says that they are not thankful for the fact that guys can eat whatever the F they want and not gain an ounce. Now, mama, I'm here to um, be an example. Ho, ho, ho. Santa Claus is coming to town. I do eat whatever I want. And guess what? I gained an ounce. I gained a few ounces. I gained maybe a few couple, lot of ounces. So that's not necessarily true. While I think overall men definitely can eat more than women and not see as big as a result, 
I've learned that that maybe that excuse maybe works for men under the age of 24 because prior to 24, 25, I could eat literally a pizza hut pizza for breakfast, lunch and dinner and not gain a single pound. I would work out all the time trying to gain weight, eating my face, shoving my face and literally not being able to gain a single pound. Now, I swear, ever since the turn of 27, I eat one Snicker bar and I gain two pounds. It is like night and day. So I really think it more so is about young people being able to eat whatever they want and not getting an ounce. Um, But I do know that like for young men, especially versus women, there's a big difference in there. But um, the next tyrant says they are not thankful for tipping culture, especially with DoorDash when they haven't even delivered my food yet. Thank you. This is something that needs to be discussed. This is something that is a pandemic that is sweeping the nation. Tipping culture is absolutely insane. It's gotten out of hand. Like you said, especially, especially DoorDash, Uber Eats, Postmates. Why in the mother effing F am I going to tip someone on a service that they are providing before they have provided the service because I'm tipping you based off of how good the service is. Um, Say I tip you 20% to deliver my food. I give you all the instructions, my door code, what floor I'm on, my apartment number, where the entrance is, whatever, yada, yada, yada. And I, I give you a tip prior to delivery. Then you get the tip, but meanwhile, you don't follow the instructions and you misplace and you misdeliver my order, you don't even attempt to bring it up the stairs or to enter the door code. You leave it on the street. This has happened to me every single time I do the tip before I get the delivery. So sorry about it. No, 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 no. And also, why would I tip the same amount at a restaurant where I have a server and I have someone bringing me my food and whatever versus if I go into a Chipotle and they make my food in two seconds and then at the bar and then they hand it to me in a bag. I'm not tipping the same amount. Are you crazy? What do you mean? I'm tipping the same amount with this person versus a, a five-star restaurant in which I'm sitting, dining in. They're washing my dishes. They are bringing me my food. They're doing all... What? Tipping culture is literally insane. It's insane. And I've had enough. I've had enough. I'm not thankful for it. The next tyrant says that they are not thankful for the Instagram algorithm. And I mean, damn. The only thing I have to say to that is retweet, repost, reshare. Like, I actually don't even have any other words other than I see you. I hear you. We see each other. My brethren. Like, no, it sucks ass, and Instagram can literally kiss my ass because it sucks ass, okay? Awesome. (laughs) The next tyrant says that they are not thankful for the housing market. I think we all just have to collectively accept, unless born into generational wealth, we're not going to be able to own houses. Like, I truly feel like that ship has sailed for so many of us. And I don't want to be a pessimistic, which we know I already am, but that just seems, and maybe I'm just like being a pessimist right now, but like that just seems so far out of a reality for me, especially living in California. 
It's too expensive. It's impossible. I couldn't even move into a garage in Venice Beach under a million dollars. Literally a garage. It's insane. Then you have taxes, property taxes. You have, um, you know, home insurance, earthquake insurance, all this stuff. Like, it's literally insane. And I just, I don't know. I don't really think that that's going to be a reality, at least anytime soon, unless I uh, get the podcast takes off. So post, read, comment, share. But I will say, I have come to terms with um, being a in a lease. Um, what's that called? A renter. Yeah, gosh, use your brain for two seconds. Um, I've come to terms with being a renter versus an owner because when things happen, like the termite village that I'm living in right now, you don't have to do anything. I call my landlord and I throw a little fit and I say, fix it now. And they fix it. If you are a homeowner and you figure out you have termites, oh my gosh, you got to get an appraiser. You got to get, you know, someone to come over. You got to have them check it out. You got to get the insurance involved. You got to get this. You got, there's so much more liability when you are the homeowner. Like even if like my laundry breaks, I call them. There's a new one in there the next day. My fridge breaks, I get a new fridge. Like it's so much better, especially when you're single and you're young to have someone literally figure that all out for you. Like if I was a homeowner right now and something went wrong, I would literally lose my shit because I can't handle one more thing on my plate. So it's, it is great. I am like coming to terms with being a renter, especially like if you have like a good landlord, I understand like being in a situation with not a good landlord, AKA my last home. But yeah, um, quick update here with the termite situation here in Termite Village um, here in Venice Beach. Um, it has gotten worse. So um, yeah, they, they upon the initial findings of Termite Village, um, you know, I had someone come over. They had to like figure out what was happening, whatever. And then my landlord was like, okay, we're going to, you know, figure out what needs to be done and we'll get back to you. And then kind of just like. I didn't realize like literally a month had gone by and I hadn't heard anything. And then it's just gone so much worse. I've seen so many more termites, especially within the last two days. And so finally this morning I was like, literally, if I don't have someone come to my apartment within the next two days, you have to put me up in a hotel because I literally can't live in termite village. Like, sorry, that is disgusting. And so finally they're coming and figuring it out today. They are coming they have to tarp all my furniture up wrap up my whole entire apartment and spray the roof and you know my whole roof is exposed wood so that's that's where they're coming from and they have to spray everything so literally my whole apartment has to get covered in plastic and, and i don't know how long i have to be out of the apartment it's just going to be quite the journey for me today so stay tuned for that i'll give you guys the update on termite village next week the next tyrant says that they are not thankful for when Netflix asks, are you still watching? Like, bitch, mind your business. Yes, I am. No, because this needs to be discussed. The absolute, the absolute audacity that Netflix has to ask me, are you still watching? Um, did I pause it? Did I turn the TV off? Did I fucking ask you, bitch? Why are you asking? Who who told you that you could speak? Who told you you were allowed to ask me questions? Not me. That needs to be a setting that you should be able to turn off. Because 
I don't like it. I don't like it. That gives the same energy as when TikTok gives you the notification that you've been scrolling for too long. While I do appreciate that for, you know, people's mental health and the thought behind it, you don't think I'm just going to scroll on by that? Bitch, if I wanted to get off TikTok, I'd get off TikTok. But I'm hungover in bed and I'm going to scroll for 10 hours. So let me do it. You don't need to remind me that I'm a lonely, loser, low-life human being scrolling TikTok for 10 hours in bed and that I have nothing better to do. You don't need to tell me that. I'm fully aware, okay? I'm fully aware of that. Netflix, you don't need to tell me that I'm on my sixth season of Love Island because I'm already aware. I'm already aware. I'm already ashamed. But finally... I turned on a TV show worthy of binging, which there's only two TV shows on Netflix worthy of binging because you guys suck asshole and you talk, you took off all your good shows. And so finally, I found something to bring me peace and distract me from my heinous life for the next six hours. And you have the audacity every two episodes to ask me, am I still watching? Shut up. Mind your business. Yes, I'm still watching, you little bitch. Also, bring back password sharing because I was on Billy's mom's Netflix account and I finally get kicked off and now I don't have an account and I refuse to sign up for one and now I just am not allowed to watch anything on Netflix and I'm devastated because the new season of The Crown is out and I need to watch it so bad. It's the last season. I'm obsessed with The Crown. It's so good. I need a new show. I don't have anything to watch and I don't have a Netflix account. But I don't want to cave in. I don't want to sign up for it because if I sign up for it, then that is exactly what they wanted. That's why they kicked me off. I can't cave in. I can't give them what they want because then their plan worked. Then corporations win. Then capitalism wins. And I can't let that happen. But also, what am I supposed to do? Just not watch the crowd? And I never got to finish the David and Victoria Beckham documentary. I'm devastated. So I'm probably going to have to sign up for Netflix this weekend. Ooh, maybe they'll have a Black Friday deal. <gasps> Capitalism. Capitalism is hard at work. Corporate America wins once again. <laughs> the next tyrant says that they are not thankful for booty hair. Now, I don't know how I feel about booty hair. Cause I'm not really getting all up in a booty, you know, I, I, as far as my own booty. Um, you know, some gays love booty hair. So like, I don't really care about it. I go through phases of body hair of like, you know, not minding my hairy chest. I'm actually a very hairy human being. If you guys haven't caught on, I have a very hairy chest. I have to get my back waxed. My legs are very hairy. You know, I'm just a hairy guy. It's not very cute. Um, so, you know, obviously the hair is down there in the crack and, you know, sometimes I don't mind it. Sometimes I do. So sometimes I get it waxed when I get my back waxed. Like in the summer, you know, maybe I'll go more smooth. Um, I don't really mind. The next tyrant says that they are not thankful for having a good side and a bad side. Like, why can't both sides just be good? This is a scientific phenomenon that I am just so... Uh, upset by and hurt by and confused by why can one side of me look so sexy and look so gorgeous from certain angles and the other side I am literally the definition of Shrek's asshole you can catch me on my wrong side on a wrong day 
and you will think, Lord Farquhar, you will think I am an ogre. You will think I am the wicked witch of the West. My nose looks so big and so pointy and so droopy. It is not cute. But then on the other side, on a good day, I could look like a Calvin Klein model. I could look like a, a broken member of One Direction. But the, the stark difference in the black and whiteness is just not okay. The people that are blessed with this symmetrical face, why? And the bigger question is how. I think a lot of it has to do with sleeping habits, much like, you know, whether you have a jaw or not is whether or not you sleep with your mouth open or not. Please sleep with your mouth closed or else you will have a double chin. Um, luckily I sleep with my mouth closed. So at least I have, you know, a good jawbone. But I think I probably lean on one of my sides to sleep way more. And I sleep, I mean, I'm, I'm crunched. I am squished. I am flat like a cake on that pillow. So A, I'm going to have wrinkles. And two, I really think that has literally dismembered the one side of my face. And that's my bad side. Because if you do like the, the... The filter on TikTok where you flip your face back and forth and notice how asymmetrical it is. No, it's scary. I need literal facial reconstructive surgery. I need a literal full face plant. I need jaw reconstructive surgery. I don't know what needs to be done, but it needs to be done. I need to know the reason so that I can tell my children to never sleep on their side if that's the case. I don't know. I also, I want to become a back sleeper so bad because I know it's so much better for your skin and it's so much better for wrinkles, but I literally just cannot do it. People that sleep on their back, I'm like, are you a zombie? Are you dead? Are you also a serial killer? Like, how do you just lie down and not move and not toss and turn? I'm flip-flopping all over that bed. I'm like a fish out of water. And I am just, I'm a pillow in between the legs. I'm a pillow hugging it. I've got one under me. I've got one under my butt. I've got one over here. I've got one over there. I am flip-flopping. I wake up and it looks like my bed was hit by a Hurricane Katrina. And I love it. It's so comfy. That's why I have to have a king bed. And Lord, bless the day when I get a husband or a boyfriend that sleeps over regularly because my ex-boyfriend would always, God bless, would always <laughs> be like, Ty, you literally are on me like a monkey all night. Like you're climbing. You're going to all like try and flip over and get away from you and you crawl over. He's like, I don't have one inch of this bed to myself. And I said, sorry, motherfucker, if you don't like it, hasta luego, muchacho. And what did he do? Hasta luego, muchacho. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not why we broke up. But literally, like, like I, 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 I'm sorry. If there is something in the bed, whether it be a pillow, whether it be a man, whether it be anything, I'm holding on to that motherfucker so motherfucking tight. I can't let go. I sleep with literally 12 pillows. And I hold on to every single one with every single. I, I, ooh, I just love to cuddle. I'm such a big spoon. You would think I'd be a little spoon, but no, I just, I literally leap on. I'm like a, a monkey. I'm like a chimpanzee. I'm like a sloth. I'm like a koala bear. I love it. Maybe that's why I'm single. <laughs> I don't know. The next tyrant says that they are not thankful for bitches with no spatial awareness. You know what's worse than bitches with no spatial awareness? Bitches with dogs with no spatial awareness. Get your dog away from me. Now, y'all know, I admittedly 
don't really like dogs. I think they're cute. Just stay on your side. Stay in your lane. I don't want to touch it. I don't want your wet nose on me. And is there anything worse than someone who let, lets their dog just come up to you and rub up against you, lick your hand, touch your nose, touch their nose on, on your leg? You could be at a bar or a restaurant. You'd just be walking the street. Excuse me. You don't know my life. You don't know if I'm allergic to you. You don't know if I love you. You don't know if I hate you. You don't know if I have a, a dog trauma in my life, if I ever was bit by a dog. Like, get away from me. The same way that you wouldn't go up to a stranger and touch them and, you know, rub their shoulder or whatever. Don't let your dog do that to someone. Because guess what? That is a huge violation of someone's personal space. The same way that you wouldn't let your child go up and just start tugging someone's shirt or, you know, touching them, touch their face, whatever. Why would you let your dog do it? There's nothing worse. Guys, do not assume that everyone likes your dog as much as you like your dog. Because I promise you, no one likes your dog as much as you like your dog. And there are people out there that love dogs that want your dog to go up to them. Sure. Amazing. But can we just stop assuming that that is a normal thing for everyone. Oh my gosh, there's nothing worse than when you sit on an airplane and there's a dog in the seat next to you and the owner thinks that you love the dog and the dog is freaking out wanting you to pet it so bad. And they're like, oh no, he's nice. Um, I don't care if the dog's nice. I'm not nice. I don't want to pet your dog. <laughs> uh, that one didn't even have to do with dogs, but I made it about dogs. Sorry. Um, the next tyrant says that they are not thankful for COVID because they just tested positive. And wow, I'm so sorry to hear that. I hope that you, you know, ran through your um, days before Thanksgiving. And let this just be a reminder. Booster up. Booster up, tyrants. Let's stop the spread. Make sure that you get boosted. I got my booster like two weeks ago because I knew actually a lot of people that had recently got COVID. I felt like it was just starting to go around again. And... I have had, I obviously had my first dose, my second dose, and then I had a booster, um, you know, forever ago. And then I just got my other booster and I got my flu shot as well. Get your flu shot because the flu is also very dangerous. Um, yeah, boost up, tyrants, or else you're going to get sick. You're going to get the COVID. And there could not be a worse time to get COVID than around the holidays. Like you want to be able to travel this season. You want to be able to see your relatives and let's not be putting anyone at risk. So just get boosted. The next tyrant says they are not thankful for wine hangovers. Woo! Tyrants, stay safe out there this weekend. Stay safe and persevere this Thanksgiving weekend because I know we're all going to be drinking a lot of wine unless you're sober. Stay strong if you're sober. But those of us who drink wine, woo! Thanksgiving, you start eating early on in the day. So if you're drinking wine while you're cooking, while you're eating, you're playing games after, that's a lot of wine. And woo, Black Friday, we are going to be waking up feeling rough. And then Friday is like the busiest bar day in history. Everyone's going to be going out. And Saturday is going to be even worse. Oh my God. It's going to be a long weekend for us hangover hoes. We got to, we got to stay strong. We need, we need uh, electrolytes. We need Gatorades. We need waters by our bed. We got to prepare, get the vitamins in your system. Take a vitamin C today. We got to, you know, soldiers, soldier up because this weekend is going to be rough for you otherwise because wine hangovers and just hangovers in general. But Thanksgiving, I feel like is a very whiny holiday. Oof. 
once I hit 25, I, I honestly, I can only do like one or two glasses of wine these days or else I'm, it's, it's, it's not good for me the next day. I can't get out of bed. Okay, this is our last one before I let you go celebrate Thanksgiving. This tyrant is not thankful that their parents found the box to their vibrator. <laughs> no, uh, no, parents are not allowed to find that. And you know what's even worse than that? Finding the box to your parents' vibrator. <laughs> Not saying that that's ever happened to me, but that is jail. That is jail time. Parents and children are allowed, not allowed to know about each other's sexual conquests. And if you do have that type of a relationship with your parents, I salute you. But could never be me. Could never be me to my parents. Oh, my God. I would never even talk about holding someone's hand with my parents. No, 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 no. And I do not want to hear about their, their sex life. So if if my parents found a vibrator of mine, oh my God, I would have a heart attack. And there's no way they would bring it up to me. They, My mom would never in a million years bring that up to me. We would be living in a life of lies and secrecy. But I feel like when I'm a parent, I'll probably like, if my kid, I'm not going to like talk to them about it and weird, but like if my kid wants to talk and be open about like sex, like I'll be there for them. I'll chat with them about, you know, their first time or whatever. And obviously I'll be teaching them safe sex practices and sexual health. But, you know, I'm not going to be like, so did you so-and-so have sex at prom? Like, unless they want to tell me that information. But I don't know. I just can't imagine having that sort of, sort of a relationship with your parents because that's just so foreign to me. So I can imagine how traumatizing would be that they found the box to your vibrator but sending you good vibes sending you good vibes tyrant anyways thank you for letting me rant and be unthankful this thanksgiving season i hope that this episode brought you some laughs and you know balanced out your equilibrium of being surrounded by your friends and your families this weekend, just exuding gratitude and thankfulness and everyone asking you what you're thankful for. It can be overwhelming and a lot. And I hope that this episode just balanced out your thankful week. And if you are not going home for the holidays or, you know, you're feeling lonely this weekend, I am sending you a big, big hug and I love you and I'm thankful for you. But I hope all of you guys have an amazing day tomorrow and a very happy Thanksgiving. I am very thankful for all of you. And I will see you guys on Friday, bright and early, for a very, very fun Drunk Turkey special edition of Totally Random with Jose. So I'll see you then. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Bye.